Welcome back to another budget strategy session on the Money Mindset Podcast. I'm your financial coach, Ashley, with Budgets Made Easy. And during these sessions, I like to focus on one thing that you are struggling with and some small action steps that you can take in the next 24 hours to quickly get into action and start seeing results. If you feel like you just can't seem to figure it out and you feel stuck, come join me for your own budget strategy session. You can save your seat, pick your time at budgetsmadeeasy.com slash strategy. Now in today's budget strategy session with Christina, we discuss what to do with the money that is left over after paying bills and how to best allocate those funds toward debt and which options you have for paying off debt. So we deep dive into paying off debt strategies and how to manage her finances with her husband. They just celebrated their one year anniversary and just combining the things together and working together toward their financial goals. So let's head on over to Christina's episode. Hi, Christina. Thank you so much for being here for a budget strategy session. How are you doing tonight? Doing good. How are you doing? I am great. Thank you so much for uh, being willing to do this for us because our listeners get so much out of hearing other people's situations because everything, you know, everybody's situation is a little bit different, even if like kind of the main themes are the same, right? So um, it's always good to hear other situations and get other ideas from other people's situations. So um before we dive in to what your biggest struggle is right now, can you just give us a little bit of background information, whatever you're willing to share? Of course, don't share anything that you're not comfortable with sharing, but that'll kind of help us give you um, a little bit better um, advice. Okay. Um, well, I am uh, married, just celebrated our one year anniversary. Yeah. Um, we haven't started a family yet, but we are in the process of trying to do that. Um, got three fur babies and my mother lives with us. So it's a full house. Yes. So <laughs> I feel you there. <laughs> Definitely get that. Um, just trying to figure out how to combine budgets and monetary stuff and then trying to pay off debts because I do have student loans that I have unfortunately accrued a good bit of and some other outside stuff as well and um yeah I'm not sure (laughs) I'm sorry no you're fine so are you both working yes we both do have a job Uh, we work for the same company but we don't have the same position Okay. And are you guys, um, working together with the finances or is everything separate, not just separate bank accounts, but uh, like, are you guys working toward the same financial goals? Are you on the same page with that? Awesome. Okay. Um, well, my husband and I are, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You and your husband, (laughs) she's kind of got her own thing going, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Is your mom going to be staying with you, uh, short-term or long-term? long-term permanently. Okay. Okay. And so, um, does she contribute financially to the household, whether it's like buying her own food or does she pay you any kind of rent or, you know, pay for maybe TV? You like, does she contribute, um, at this time? She does. Okay. Um, Awesome. Yes. She pays. Well, she only does the rent bill. Everything else is me and my husband. And then, uh, she pays food 
Awesome. Okay. So with combining your finances, what do you feel like you're stuck on? What do you need some advice with? I just, I know we have money left over. Uh I just don't know what to do with it. And it usually ends up going to like the most useless stuff. Yeah. (laughs) That's what happens. That's what I want. So (laughs) yeah, just kind of, I guess, curbing the impulse purchases more so. Okay, and figuring gotcha. out what to do with that money instead of letting it bleed out because we just got our W-2s back and oh it hurt <laughs> yes yes it does I think we talked about that uh during the boot camp uh last night actually so yeah. um yeah I think you were on there now that I say that um yeah so this is the time of year that people are like oh we made all this money where did it go and I've been there many many times so um are you doing a combined budget then are you like doing a paycheck budget for each of you um we are putting our paychecks together in the budget okay so it's one budget but we're both adding our stuff we're complete transparent what comes in well I guess you guys probably get paid the same day if you work for the same company yes yes okay so that makes sense (laughs) that makes total sense okay awesome so um really you're just trying to figure out how to manage what is left over on your paydays because it's the same payday it's both of your money and uh, so are you um planning so you've got your guys's paychecks then like the regular bills that you take care of um are you doing any planning after that or is that kind of where you stop um that's mostly where it goes right now because we had a lot of stuff we've cut back on some we did just recently pay off a credit card which was super nice yay um but so that money is getting funneled back in somewhere else but so we are getting some of the smaller stuff knocked out and then trying to figure out what to do with it from there gotcha but yeah we kind of stopped with the bills because there was overwhelmingly a lot of them. Okay. Gotcha. Is there, okay. So, but you do still have money left over. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So let's think about what to do with what is left over and talk about that. So, um, usually what I do with what's left over, I start with food and a reasonable amount. So, um, if you're just paying for the two of you, or if sometimes you're paying for three of you, you know, that's still probably not a lot on like a reasonable amount would probably be like 600 or so dollars, depending on where you live and taxes and that kind of thing. Um, usually we're probably around four ish. Okay. I was giving you a little extra. I was giving you some extra credit there. Okay, good. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We're we're here in North Carolina, so it's not too terrible where we are. Um, Yeah. And only 2% food tax, which is nice. Yes. Tax on food. Yeah. Um, We keep it still relatively calm. Okay, good. So 400 for food. And do you have a good handle on you know, gas keeps changing, of course, and now it's going back up. But do you have an idea of kind of what your gas budget is as well? We only have one vehicle for me and my husband, and then mom does her own separate. Okay. Um, and thankfully, I have a newer vehicle, so our we only fill up the tank once a pay period. Nice. Nice. So yeah. okay, so you got an idea of generally what that costs. Okay. So yeah. after food and gas and bills are paid. Um, what other things do you want to focus on with your money? 
Um, so once everything that needs to come out is out, we mm-hmm. want to create a savings kind of get savings back up. Uh-huh. Um, because we have unfortunately no savings right now. Um, so um, where we work, I do get a bonus, a yearly bonus, and it's about to drop soon. Oh, and nice. it's, yeah, it's going to be nice. So we're awesome. going to put that into all in, into savings. Okay. And then tax, tax stuff for bills, probably. Okay. All right. So some of the suggestions, if you haven't already, and you may have heard me say this before, but for like your emergency savings that you just want to have money aside, I would recommend having that at a bank that is not easy to transfer back and forth so that it stays out of sight, out of mind. Um, And once you reach that goal, which if you focus only on that, well, you're going to have a bonus. So you're going to, that'll be kind of squared away. So um, do you have any other expenses coming up that you want to save for uh, birthdays, anniversary, uh, Valentine's days coming up spring break, then summer Memorial day, 4th of July, you know, holidays and things in there. Is there anything that you kind of want to set money aside for stuff like that? Yeah, we've kind of been, well, we've saved stuff, but like emergency savings is what I'm talking about. Um, okay. more so, but yeah, we do have our Valentine's stuff already squared away. Cause we start Christmas shopping the day after Christmas. Yeah. Awesome. By the time Christmas <laughs> comes around, it's done. <laughs> That's great. Um, um, so really what you're doing, and it sounds like you are on the right track. Um, and so once you kind of have an idea on your budget, your paycheck budget, you just want to kind of plan in there and have, you can definitely have like a buffer amount, a miscellaneous amount. Um, I don't know how much you have left over and you don't have to share that. Um, but you know, it could be a hundred dollars. It could be $200, like just so that you have some wiggle room, but then the rest of it, I want you to be really intentional with it because when you have that buffer and you have that emergency fund, you can, like, if you want to send it to your debt, you can without worrying about it. Right. And so sometimes we get caught up in like Friday on payday. It's like, okay, I want to send this money to debt, but what if something comes up this weekend? I'll just wait till Monday. And then by Monday rolls around, the money is gone. (laughs) And you're like, that's not what I wanted to happen. So what I try and encourage people to do is to go ahead. Like when you have it planned out on paper, like, you know, you can send that money. And then that helps you stick to your budget and your plan. And if you give yourself that buffer, if something spontaneous comes up or something that you just didn't think about or didn't have the money for yet, um, you know, a smaller emergency, something like that. But if once you have your emergency, like you don't even have to worry about that, right? Except if something major happens and that's a whole other conversation. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I would encourage you to decide on what your biggest financial goal is, whether um, after you save with your bonus and your um, tax return, um, what bill you want to pay off first and just kind of work your way that way. Um, and you know, send, send the money. And it's a weird feeling at first when you start to do that, it's like, I just don't know if I want to send it yet. What if something comes up, but when you have the money in other savings, it's like, you just got to remind yourself that it's okay. And you can let it go. Cause there's kind of that security feeling as well with not wanting to send it. (laughs) Um, but you really just want to focus on one goal at a time. So it sounds like you're good on your sinking funds, like the holidays and birthdays, like that kind of stuff. Um, so then once you have your savings, it really is about 
paying off your debt and saving for retirement. If you aren't already, um, the sooner, the better on that. I always encourage people to save for retirement early, even if you have debt, because you have no idea how much it can cost you to wait with investing. And so I'm never going to tell somebody not to invest in their retirement account just because they have debt. So, um, you know, if you have money left over, then you should be able to put some money into retirement too, even if it's a small amount, because it really does add up fast. Yeah. I think I only put in 1% to my 401k right now, Uh but we're, you know, wanting to pay off some stuff where we add more yeah. Okay. So at least you've there. got yeah. something though. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I mean, something and is better than nothing. So I love it. Our, we work retail and they offer stock buying. Oh, so nice. they take out money from our paychecks for stocks as well. So okay. We so have, you have both because you want to yes. be diversified because you just yes. never know. Okay. Good. <laughs> yes. We do have both. Awesome. Okay. So, so do you have in mind, do you, do you already have your debts listed out? I did. Okay. Um, the first thing I'm probably gonna do is my medical bills. Cause it just having that kind of scares me. I had a kind of emergency situation pop up. I wasn't expecting last year. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't expect insurance not to cover what they didn't cover, but oh, yeah, no. that was yeah. a surprise. <laughs> That's terrible. Um, okay. So have you decided on, um, kind of the order that you want to pay paid off um we're debating it because I have two different student loans I have a really big one that is the terrifying part of my debt everything else outside of that is less than 20,000 including my car payments that one like triples it okay so yeah it it's makes it a lot. It makes it a lot more scary. Daunting. Doesn't it? It feels very (laughs) daunting. So what you could do if you have it already is of course, just focus on the smaller ones and run some debt calculators. So when you create your zero base budget, um, so you've got your paychecks, your bills, and then whatever you need to save for those miscellaneous things that you're saving in your sinking funds, then your miscellaneous, just in case something pops up, then that money that is left over, literally all of it could go toward whatever debt you want to focus on. And there are tons of different debt calculators online that you can run the numbers and maybe just leave that big one out and just focus on the smaller ones to kind of decide yeah. what order you want to go in and how long it'll take you. And so yeah. um, you'll find that um, as you get going and as you get momentum, you'll want to do it faster and faster. And then, you know, when you have yeah. tax returns and your bonus yearly, you know, you can make a bigger dent in it. Um, so that's kind of what I would do mentally because you know, when you start to get those smaller ones paid off, it definitely helps. And then once you get to that big one, you'll have a lot more to work with and it, maybe it won't feel as daunting. Um, but there's some things that we can work on to get through that feeling as well inside money success club, which you're into. So like visual trackers and things like that. Um, once you get there, so mentally for now, I would just kind of ignore it and focus on the smaller ones. Yeah, well, thankfully, it's a federal student loan. So that one, payments have been paused for a little Mm -hmm. bit now. Um, I did pay a little bit enough to get it down to where I would just be paying on principal, no more interest on it. 
Yes. So the interest has stopped and everything right now. So it's just paying on principal. So we're just putting a little bit into that, but everything else we've been funneling more towards because it's actually accruing interest right now. Right. Right. So that's where we started folks. And we did push that one way to the back burner right now. That's like furthest thing from my yeah. mind. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're doing all the right things. Um, so why did, have I answered your question or is there something that we need to dive into deeper? Um, why you're feeling stuck with merging the finances? Cause I feel like after talking to you, like you're on the right track. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just in my head, but I'm okay. like, I, I feel very panicky when I think about all of like overwhelmed and panicky when I look at it. Gotcha. It's like, I see it on paper or I've got it on paper. I've got it on electronics. It's everywhere. And uh-huh. it's like, oh, this is a lot. And yeah. it just kind of feels like it's right here in my face. Gotcha. Gotcha. I totally understand that. So um, kind of what I would encourage you to do is to focus on just one. So when you're yeah. laying out your, you said you had a lot of bills, but you have money left over. So once you kind of write that out, just focus on one debt that you guys want to focus on and focus on paying off, especially since you'll have your savings taken care of. You know, if it's, I would really, have you run the numbers through the debt calculators online yet? Okay. No. I would do that. No. Um, and just start with one debt. Like you can put all your debts in there, but maybe just start with one. Look at how much you have to send per paycheck. Let's say it's $300, $400 per paycheck. Uh, so let's say 800 a month, which may not be, I'm just making up numbers <laughs> and then You're put it in close. there <laughs> and see, like, when you look at it, it'll tell you if you put that extra $800 toward that debt, when you'll have it paid off. And that might help you not feel so overwhelmed and just do one at a time. Cause if you do have a lot of debts, even if they're small debts, it can be overwhelming to like, look at all of it and put all the numbers in. So maybe start with one, maybe two, if you feel like start, you know, just in the calculator to see how fast you can pay it off with that extra money. Cause you, I mean, if you do have credit, you know, a couple hundred, several hundred dollars a month, you're going to be able to pay things off really fast. And seeing the numbers visually will really help kind of motivate you to do it. Um, At least it does for me because I see the number. I was like, oh, like that's really possible. Like I could do it that fast. Like, cause you don't, until you run the numbers, you really don't understand or comprehend. Like it doesn't click how fast you can pay it off with that extra money or like, Ooh, okay. <laughs> Cause if you pay yeah. the minimums, it could be years and you put in $800 and you could have it paid off in a couple months or, you know, depending on the balance, of course, but yeah. it is really surprising when you start running the numbers. Um, so how would you feel about having your 24 hour, like action step to be, to run at least one debt through an online debt calculator and see what the payoff um, date would be with your extra, whatever extra money you have a month. Okay. Does that feel less overwhelming than thinking about all of it? Yes. Okay, good. Question. Uh-huh. Um, your advice, should I focus more on a credit card versus a one that's already got a set payment plan? Like it's got a set amount of time on it? Um, or should I focus on 
how would you choose that well you really have like three options and you know it really truly doesn't matter which one you pay off first as long as you pay off the debt you're going to get there in roughly the same amount of time so there's three different ways you can do this so the impact method which is my method and this may be something you consider um, depending on what your debts are and how you feel about them it could be the debt that makes the biggest impact in your budget but that you can still relatively pay off quickly. So maybe, you know, if you have a car payment, that's $400 a month, and you can still pay off, pay it off relatively quickly. Maybe you want to free up that money in your monthly budget, or it could be a debt that you just hate. Like you said, the medical bills, yeah. like you just <laughs> want to get them out of your life. Then I would focus on those. Um, so that's the impact that, and you can always switch. So don't feel like if you start with one, you have to stick with it. You can always okay. switch. What matters is that you pay off the debt. It doesn't matter how you do it. Um, So the other option is debt snowball. So it's the smallest balance regardless of interest rate. And I like that one as well because you can get that momentum going and you can free up, you know, if you can knock out five, six bills in, you know, two, three months, that like just frees up a lot of mental space, right? And you like have less to worry about. So I do like that method as well. And then the debt avalanche method focuses on the highest interest rate, which makes the most logical sense, but it doesn't, it doesn't always help you mentally. And as we know, finances is mainly mental. Um, If your highest interest rate is your highest balance, that's going to be really hard to stick with it and keep paying it off. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So, you know, that one makes the most sense mathematically, but if you are really focused on paying off debt, you're going to get there at roughly the same time anyway. It only matters if you just make the minimum minimum payments forever, then maybe then, you know, then the interest rates will play into it. But when you really focus on debt, um, you're going to get there at the same time. It doesn't matter which way you go. It's just a matter of mentally, which one's going to give you the most motivation and uh, momentum to not give up and keep keep going. So that's why generally speaking, the debt avalanche doesn't really come into effect in my decision-making, but it does depend on you. Like, um, you know, Cindy in the group, she's talked about a lot. Um, she has a couple of 0% cards, um, or accounts and, you know, she doesn't worry about those. She focuses on some of the higher interest rates. So if you have something that's 0% and you're not really worried about it, um, you know, you can put that on the back burner. So it's truly your decision, but those are kind of the three main like options um, to kind of categorize them. And that makes it more manageable too, when you decide, okay, I'm going to focus on this debt and then this debt and just kind of list it out in priority so that you know, which one you're going to focus on next. Okay. That makes sense. Any other (laughs) questions? Um, one more actually, sorry. No, you're fine. (laughs) Um, do you think a fifth or a sixth of your overall, like what you make in a year could be used for, to pay, safely pay off debts? If it, as long as you cover like the minimum bills and everything else, cause I make, we've calculated it out. And I think if I paid like 10,000 a year, it would pay it off in six years. Okay. I don't really base it on percentages. So I'm trying to do the math in my head. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I don't even think Um, I can do that math in my head. So let's just do some easy math here. Yeah, we may 
between 50 and 60 somewhere around in there a year both of us and together. then you get taxed and you know anything yeah. pre-tax coming out and so um you know what i would say is not to worry about percentages okay just look at what you have left prioritize anything you want to save for you know like we talked about christmas holidays if you want to go on vacation or whatever like i'm not against vacation just because you have debt yeah. like <laughs> especially if you don't have kids yet live it up <laughs> enjoy it while you can travel <laughs> so yeah um you well, we know, have family like, in uh, michigan it. So yeah, exactly. We are constantly so, going up there. So that's not really vacation though. Like you need to take a real vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I wish somebody would have told me that when I was younger, like take a real vacation. Like, cause you know, I'm in North Carolina too. And our family's in Kansas. So it's like, every time we had free time, we'd go to Kansas. That's yep. not a vacation. <laughs> it's not, it doesn't count. So like, if you want to take a real vacation, um, you know, you, you'll need to kind of plan for that too. But when you focus on just sending that extra money and you've got everything else taken care of and you've got your buffer, you will do it faster than six years. Like, okay, it just happens. Um, so I'd really love to see you run the numbers. Um, and you may decide to add in a couple extra things too. So, you know, we've, you already said you've got Christmas taken care of the holidays. I'm trying to think of what else, you know, maybe some clothes or do you guys have any hobbies, vehicle maintenance? Oh, yeah. You've only got one car. <laughs> You're doing pretty good. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> yeah. We, we try to keep our hobbies calm. I'm a crafter and he's a gamer. So it can add they, up. They get expenses. <laughs> yes, yeah. it does. <laughs> yeah. I've learned that lately as yeah. well, as you know. <laughs> Yeah, that adds up. So, um, okay. So I'm trying to think if there's anything else that you might want to put money aside for, and it can also go month to month. Like I don't, for me, I would rather, uh, focus on saving for like one thing that I want or one category, let's say, and then move on. Like, I don't want to have like $20 in my budget for it forever, you know, type of thing. And it sounds like yeah. you're probably like that too, where you just want to fill the bucket and move on. Um, so if something like that comes up that you haven't planned for in your budget, you're like, Oh crap, I forgot about that. Um, you can always cash flow it as well. And then just not that month, just not that much will go to the debt. Yeah. So I would run some calculators and really see, um, well, especially without the big student loan, you know, cause yeah. if the big student loan isn't going to end up taking you a couple of years, you know, just focus on the smaller, the smaller ones and focus on that. Yeah. And we're, like I said, we're hoping for the best, but praying or hoping for the best and praying or planning for the worst. So you know, we did apply for that uh, student loan forgiveness. So if that goes through, that'll help out on that one. Yeah. But we are planning for just in case. Yes. Making sure it goes away. Now, would that be for the total amount or just like the 10,000 that they're talking about? I qualify for the 20,000. Okay. Awesome. So would that so, cover most of it? It'll half it. Okay. Awesome. That, that would be yeah. a lot more manageable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So no, that'll be good. North Carolina still taxes it, but we're like $2,000 versus 20,000. Yeah, exactly. Got to weigh those pros and cons. Exactly. We just won't get a tax refund that year. I yeah. will be perfectly happy with that. <laughs> and maybe set some aside in case it ends up being more just in case, but yeah, um, but it's still better than 
40. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, totally get you there. Um, okay. So any other questions before we wrap up? You're, you are really in a good position. I think maybe just looking at the numbers, running the numbers will kind of give you that confidence to be able okay. to start making faster progress. Okay. That's probably where I'm at. It's probably just my all in my head right now. <laughs> well, it's overwhelming. And then you're like, I don't know what to do because I'm overwhelmed. And so when you just take it one step at a time, so just focus on the one debt you want to pay off first, and then look at the, I find running the numbers motivating, especially if you have a good chunk each month that you could send to it. And you see that number, you're like, oh, I can do that. It'll help get you going. It'll give you that momentum to get started. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate you for being here. I, and you've got your 24 hour action step. So I'll be yes. following up with you to see if you've done it. Uh, just okay. run at least <laughs> one, at least one debt that you want to focus on first. Um, and I'll uh, find out if you followed through with that or not. And uh, thank you for being here and sharing your journey with us. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Thank you to Christina for being willing to share. If you would like to come and have your own budget strategy session with me, me and you one-on-one, -on -one, let's start making progress and take some action. If you're ready to get started, come join me for your own session at budgetsmadeeasy.com slash strategy. Now you have a good week.